Hey everyone, it's Matt Bouchel. Thanks for checking out my new podcast. I'm hosting it with my good friend, Tyler Branch. Uh, This is the Matt and Tyler Book Club, where every week we're going to try to review what we're reading, but we're also just going to talk about anything we want to talk about. We're going to cover the culture, we're going to cover New York, we're going to cover movies, TV, film, anything that's interesting to us at the time. For example, this first episode, we talk about how a car backed into the Trader Joe's on the Upper West Side. It is pretty wild. Google it if you haven't seen the photo. It's it's weird. Uh, Enjoy the first episode and uh, hope to have you listening again. My name is Matt. My name is Tyler Branch. And we are happy... Well, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I thought we were doing full names. Right, I blew try, it! Let's try again. Hi, welcome to the first ever Matt and Tyler book club. My name is Matt Bouchel. My name is Tyler Branch. And we appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, before we get into the book, let's just talk about what's been going on. How has your week been? My week's been great. Um, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, no, I haven't seen you since uh, last week. Uh, you know, my weekend was good. We went and tried a Mexican restaurant up here near you, Rancho Tequileria. Have you been what? there? Over oh, on Amsterdam? On Amsterdam, yes, yeah. yes, yes, I have been there. Oh, yeah, it was my first time there. It's a party. Uh, it's yeah. a party. Uh, not like so like like by 96th right? yeah, yeah yeah okay we set up by me i was like <laughs> oh i guess it's just i mean it's on the way when i walk to you yeah 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 sure sure that's yeah, a good place yeah near 96 in amsterdam they have like a deal that you can get a margarita a beer and a shot for 20 dollars mm. mm, that's <laughs> so that's, that's all you need if that's you too ha- much. if you hate your stomach yeah <laughs> good god that's about right though money wise right oh no you're probably saving some money on that yeah, no, it's $20? a good deal because I think margaritas are like 13, 14 bucks. Margaritas like, are getting crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't supply get a, chain. It's the supply <laughs> chain. All the margaritas are sitting off the coast of LA in, yeah. in shipping containers. Yeah. They can't get to us. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I went and got it's So you, you got margaritas. Yeah, we did that. Uh, Tuesday, I saw uh, licorice pizza. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, with my girlfriend. We enjoyed going that's like just a movie like seeing it in the theater i think it's just a lot better like i yeah. think if you're watching at home it might seem a little boring and meandering because it's kind of a hangout movie sure but then in a the theater with people like laughing and feeling awkward in moments mm-hmm. like it kind of brings a good experience this is your second feeling. time seeing it correct? yes yes i went one time and then she couldn't make it and yes. you couldn't make I it i couldn't make it either yes <laughs> yes yeah. and so then i was just <laughs> there watching licorice pizza that's fun with though. your girlfriend yes yeah we don't <laughs> well, talk about my that. girlfriend wasn't there and you didn't show up <laughs> well, we, I, we're not gonna tell you what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, quite suspicious. Yeah, it was a very suspicious <laughs> time. <laughs> but um, but she made it this time. That's uh, good. Speaking of, actually, before I came over today, I was looking. I was packing my backpack oh. and I was looking out my window mm-hmm. and uh, I saw PJ walk by. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that funny? We see each other all the time. I feel like it's just walking bizarre. around our weird little neighborhood. The amount of time I see people walking by my apartment. Yeah. Did you guys wave or did she not see you? No, I yeah. don't know. She might have seen me, but didn't she didn't. Like, sure, didn't wave. <laughs> didn't feel like. <laughs> dealing with it <laughs> yeah i get it she's yeah. probably going to pick up lunch or something that is one of society's weird things of do we stop do we do this do we talk do we yeah no 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 no, no. oh nothing better than one time i saw our friend ryan on the subway in the morning on the way to work and he looked at me and he goes <sighs> and then takes his airpods out <laughs> it's like we don't have to yeah. do this i don't like traveling on the train with people i hate when we're gonna go somewhere and people are like do you guys want to all like meet at the train station together i'm like no i don't what for we're not like then i can't listen to music or read a yeah. book I, and like I'm gonna see at the thing we're all going to. Like, give me, give me yeah. these thirty minutes to think about <laughs> stuff. I don't see oh. Jillian, my girlfriend Jillian. She hates talking in an Uber 
talking on the subway. She just wants to get where we're going, and then we can mm. like talk when we're there. Yeah, and I'm, she, I relate she to used that. to fake it with me, but now she's just like, I can't. And she just puts her AirPods in now. When, like, when we're in an Uber together. When you're in an Uber? Yes. That's, I think it's crazy. You got to talk to I someone. I keep mine out. <laughs> you guys got to see I'm someone. I'm just about like that. looking at her, but that's like divorce energy. That's well, like <laughs> she doesn't like, want to talk we're in only the in this car because we have to be in this I car. No, I'm like, what does the Superman think of us? That's crazy. I mean, if we're all, if I'm on the train with my girlfriend, we'll both be on our phones or doing stuff. Like, it's not like we're like having an engaging conversation on the three train. But you haven't moved to one of you putting the AirPods in yet, level. T- occasionally, like I'm like, do you mind like, if I listen to this? Or I, I mean, wanna, she's I been finish this podcast or whatever it is. Yeah. She's been doing it for a couple years now, but still, every time she does it, it just feels like F you. Yeah, she's not even listening to anything. <laughs> she just puts them in and hopes you stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's going to love this podcast. <laughs> so what did you do over, since I've seen you over since, the last since week? Since I've seen you. So you were at the Mexican restaurant. I was in the small mountain town of Beacon, New York. Beacon, New York. The Beacon, Hudson York. Valley. The Hudson Valley, if you I will. Believe. Yeah. Uh, very cool. You've never been, right? Um, I have not been to Beacon. I've yeah. been through there on the train. I know you've been going. up there in that area. I I was shocked how how pleasant the whole experience was. I I I don't like dealing with logistics of like booking places, traveling places, but getting up there was so easy. And then once you're there, it's like you it, took the train up there. Took the Metro North train, which is uh, the Hudson Line. The Hudson Line. Yes, it's weird when you're going on the Hudson Line in the winter because like once you start getting up there, I'll show you photos after this, but like. It's kind of wild. Like the mountain, you're just in the mountains, kind of, and the river is there with like ice floats. And I remember going up there thinking, like, it feels like we're leaving, like, it feels like we're going into Canada. Like, it felt like we were going so far north and we we're just an hour north of the city. I was like, damn, this is kind of crazy out here. But that made it feel that much more fun, like, when we got to the city. And uh, it was fun. I mean, it's just a lot of like small businesses and coffee shops and bars. And, uh, and you got this beautiful backdrop of the mountains. And we had a nice little uh, studio that we were renting. And, uh, no what a lovely getaway weekend. A nice getaway weekend. Um, it's just so funny when you're in a place like that. I thought it was going to be a lot of people like us that were visiting from the city. It was a lot of like people that were from there. Like, Yeah, a lot of people. People live in places. Yeah. You forget that. <laughs> you're, like, you're just so used to these like upstate getaways. Well, um, I think it very much is that uh, more in like the summer and the fall. But I think, yeah, winter was, and spring, I think it's mostly locals. Yeah, that was the one thing about going up there is it was so cold and every sidewalk was like covered in ice and that did make it kind of difficult to get around. Like we, there were multiple times where we would start to slip and just start sliding and we had to just kind of like stop talking and like focus on when we could like get our grip again. Like, did you was, talk to any locals while you were up there? We did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got we got really uh, wild our Saturday night there and uh, we stayed at this weird little sports bar because it was like the only place that was open. Cause a lot of places closed there like before midnight. And we stayed there till like, eh, not that late, but a little after midnight. And we were just talking to whoever wanted to talk to us. And <laughs> it was that's fun. Yeah. I wish I could tell you more about it, but I don't recall it all. But it was, uh, it was fun. <laughs> we had a good time. I mean, it was just a goofy environment. Like they were like the bar where I was playing music from like our high school days. Like the playlist was all like, like flow rider and stuff. It was very weird. Like it was a lot of fun, but it was like fun in the way that I was like, if this was my place to go out every weekend, I would die. Like it was very like weird. Yeah. But, but it's it was good being kind of like there for a little and experiencing that part of their culture. <laughs> Isn't that getting funny that like we're getting to the age now that like the kind of appropriate thing you'd play at a bar that most people there will know mm-hmm. and like is now becoming like stuff that we liked in the 2000s yeah, it always, because it's the 2020s now. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of like when you were younger and they were playing stuff from the eighties sure. at the bar. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense. It just really bums me out when I'm at a place that does that. I'm like, God, this is bleak. Like, it's, it's just so wild. Though. Yeah, there wasn't like a single. The joke we were making was like, if they played a Frank Ocean song right now, this place would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, That's so true. Like, there was nothing from 2008 on. Like, yeah. it was that exact era of like kind of weird hip hop. Like, it was, you know, it's fun to hear it and be like, oh, I remember this song. But yeah, it's yeah. also kind of like, like people in there were like loving it. And I was like, yeah. they're loving this too much. Like, it's kind of weird. But don't you think maybe hipsters from the 80s were feeling that way in the 2000s when they're like, fucking Bon Jovi? Sure, Are you sure, serious? Sure. That's what right, survived right. my time? It, it is the like, cycle, I guess. <laughs> we went to this arcade. There was an arcade bar up there. Oh, okay. Like Barcade. Like Barcade, a very popular chain in New York. And we saw this thing. It was like, come on, play video games and, and drink. And we were like, oh, let's, it was like, late afternoon early evening let's go there before we get dinner and have a couple beers and, and see what it's like yeah i mean you were like am i being targeted right yeah now? like this my, is exactly right up your what alley. i love doing yeah uh drinking before dinner and <laughs> playing video games yeah and talking to strangers talking to strangers yeah and we go in there and the vibe like the only way i could describe it was it was not like a barcade in new york city it was like it was like the like. Did you have like an ice skating rink in your hometown that people went to? Did you have something like that? I mean, we had a normal skating rink, skating like rink. roller skating. It was rink. like this was like the arcade that's like attached to yes. that, and the seating was like the bright orange booths that are like hardwood, you know. Yes. And there were tons of kids, and I was like, "Oh, this is not." And, and the lights were on brighter than in my living room right now. Oh yeah. And it was like we walked in and we're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yes. And like, and we were like, "Let's just get a drink." And like before we ordered our drink, and before he even came back with it, we were like. We don't want to be here. Like, there were just kids running around playing, like, The Simpsons and, like, screaming. Yeah. I was like, this is out of control. And then oh. we were like, well, let's go get some quarters and we'll play a game before we leave. The and, like, arcade at a skating rink is basically daycare drop-off. That's what it felt like. We were like, this is not a bar. And, and, like, every place, also, every place in Beacon sells, like, their own merch. It, they yeah. can tell that people are coming up there and want to buy things. But they served alcohol there. Yeah, they did. They served, like, cocktails and stuff. Anything you want. Wow. Beside the, like... Soda fountain. Yes. It was so weird. We were like, this is not cool. We we're like, we, I mean, we didn't think it was going to be like a sexy, flirty vibe, but we didn't think yeah. it was going to be like, like, yeah, like a third grader's birthday party. Is yeah. What it felt like it felt like my birthday party when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. And they're like, people walking around with cocktails. I was like, what is this? You really want to separate those vibes. Yeah. The floor was sticky. You know what I mean? Oh, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember like kids, you just see their eyes are all hopped up. They got the rosy yeah. cheeks. They're yeah. like, Feeling so much dopamine from the Mountain Dew and from the arcade, and they're yeah. just running around. It's kind of crazy. And the change machine didn't work, and we went up to it. And I, I tried to put a dollar in, and we're like, let's just get a few quarters and we'll play like Pac Man and leave. Mm -hmm. I went to put a dollar in the change machine, and it didn't take it. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just a bad dollar. I took out like a five, and I tried to put it, it wouldn't take it. And we didn't want to put a 20 in. We didn't want to stay here for. 80 quarters worth of games and, and uh we asked the guy we're like i think the thing's busted and he was he went over he's like really and, and he went up to it he just like opened it up he's like oh yeah it's not working he's like hold on he just went in his pocket and gave us some quarters <laughs> didn't even ask for money and i was like dude we gotta we gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> i was like this is this is bleak like so we, we played a couple games then we left and we did some bar hopping and went to a really nice dinner and, and it was did you face off. off against a child in a video game no i did not oh i did not i really just wanted to imagine your romantic weekend no, and beacon ended yeah. up playing nba jam versus <laughs> an 11 year old it's funny you say that we did play a game of nba jam that was kind of fun but a that good sounds trip. lovely yeah it's like a nice weekend it was a good weekend um movie wise i saw a movie this week too what i know you never watch a movie i never watch a movie <laughs> i don't i don't like them i don't support yeah. the film industry <laughs> no i saw uh the worst person in the world oh i haven't seen that one excellent 
Really? Cannot speak highly enough of it. It was so good. I went to that little theater on 66, the little film center, the like, yeah. uh, the like Lincoln Center. Film, film. at Lincoln Center. Yes, yeah. exactly. And uh, God, it was just amazing. Wow, that's I, nice. I, I really recommend it. It was like one of those movies where you're like, I've never seen someone do such a good job of like portraying like real life and like relationships and yeah. whatnot. And um, yeah, and it was never boring. It was like a nice hour, 40 minutes. Like I was like, this is just what you want. That's so. great. I think it was nominated yeah. for something this week. The Oscar noms. I think I out. saw that. Yeah, I think I got something. I was like, I just need to go see this. How many of the best picture noms have you seen? Just that. Just that. <laughs> I don't think it was nominated for Best Picture, was it? <laughs> I've seen zero. Yeah, sorry. I've seen zero. You didn't see Dune? No, I didn't see Dune. Got nominated for Best Picture? Yes. Dude. I Okay, look, I haven't seen Dune. <laughs> I haven't seen Dune. <laughs> but like, there's certain, So your disclaimer is, I have not seen Dune. I have movie. not seen Dune, but there's certain movies that if someone tells you they win Best Picture... It's gonna it's gonna bother you for the rest of the day, and that's that's gonna bother me. I didn't know it got nominated for best picture. Yeah, it's the age of Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. You gotta embrace it. I I'm all about Timothy Chalamet. What, did you did you see the movie? Yeah, I went and saw it in theaters. Best picture. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's the highest honor a film could get. And you're well, like, eh. I get. Well, I get their problem is like. There's so much stuff that comes out now, though, that I get it's kind of complicated of like the Oscar best picture is kind of a sweet spot. Of mm-hmm. It's got to be it can't be too big. Like they're not going to nominate in game, that kind of stuff. Usually, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it can't be too small where no one has seen it. It knows what it is. And like yeah. they love these movies in a sweet spot of they're pretty popular and they're pretty I would say good. Dune was very popular. It was very popular, but like I'm saying, they weren't going to nominate Spider Man, so they yeah. nominated like like they go just a little less popular that than the most sense. popular. That's still really good. Did you see Jimmy Kimmel's comments about Spider Man? No, crazy. What do you say? You have to pull up the tweet, but he basically like he was like his argument was so weird. I guess he was mad that Don't Look Up got nominated. I think that's what he was mad about. Oh, I like Don't Look Up. I've heard it was bad. I don't know. I've heard mixed things. It's very polarizing, but I really <laughs> liked it. He, he basically, I don't know if he was making fun of that. He made fun of something and he basically said like, we're really like, why do we always have to nominate like serious things? Like, are you going to tell me Spider-Man wasn't as good as I think it was Don't Look Up? You're telling me Don't Look Up was better than Spider-Man? It most certainly was not. <laughs> Even if you go by the critics' reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, don't look up. The top critics got a 46. Spider-Man has a 90. For God's sake, Jackass Forever has an 89. <laughs> when did we decide that the best picture has to be serious? This is so stupid, though, because, like, part of why I like that they nominated Don't Look Up is it's, like, very rare that they nominate a straight comedy. And, like, yeah. it is not like, oh, it's like a dramedy. It's a comedy. Like yeah. it is satire. I'm surprised comedy, you like Mel it so Brooke much. Style. Like, I'm surprised you like it so much. So many people I've, I've seen their opinion is like that it's too like in your face about it. I don't know. Yeah, I think people like too on the nose. I think people are bad judges of that because I think you have to be a little heavy-handed to get a wide audience to understand what you're talking about. And then sure. I think years after when but you that, watch is that, it, is that the goal to get a wide audience? 
to understand it or is it to make something that's like well i think i think to make satire it's really hard these days and i think Mm -hmm. that i do agree with that 100 percent. yeah because like we don't have a shared culture and shared references there is no shared culture in this country so it can be very hard so what may come off as like heavy-handed to you may to someone who's not as in tune to these issues or pop culture be like oh i get it like that's funny and i think that people are reacting negatively to it who are too in touch with Mm -hmm. climate change with the news and with pop culture that i think if you watch this movie five years from now you'll be like wow that's still really funny and to make a movie that's still really funny years later it Mm -hmm. has to be a little heavy-handed or audiences won't know what the hell it's talking about yeah i i understand that and i follow it i just wonder if that's like like if we should judge everything by like is this the best way to like do satire based on like how to, to to like throw a wider net. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so it's like hard for me to discuss it. But I get what you mean. But I I'm think surprised like, you liked it just based on what I've heard about it. I didn't think you would see. Do it. I think people would have. I think what like we love about a movie like Airplane mm-hmm. is like that we still get the humor of the jokes. But I bet to a lot of people when that came out, this felt a little too on the nose, direct, like Jaws. Mm. Like like all the Jaws references and all the disaster th- movies of things that had just come out for them. And so it's like you're a little too like, oh, like this isn't funny. Like this isn't yeah. like that clever nut. Like, but then later it still holds up because it's just funny. So do you think Don't Look Up will be, will hold, like will survive the test of time? Do you think? Yes. Interesting. I, think I should just funny. watch it. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, and I think yeah. like, and I understand why people don't like it. I'm not. It's not as clever as like Succession or Veep or yeah. something like that. Like, but that's not what it's trying to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I'll it's it trying watch. to be a little more broad, and a, and I just think what it does is ins- incredibly rare these days that a movie tries to like be a satire. First of all, no one really does that on a big movie mm-hmm. because it's so hard, mm-hmm. and you assume you'll fail, and. Yeah. I like that they took a swing at it. It's okay. not a perfect movie. Like it. it's got problems, but I like respect it. there's a lot of it that's really funny yeah. and I really like and I think can reach like like not that it's like changing the world, but I'm just yeah. saying that like I think it's a movie that people could like who are on both sides who are like, well, it's funny. Sure, sure, sure. Which I think is valuable to have in the culture. I I, I totally can respect that. I, I always think when these things are getting like super panned that like yeah, it's it might not be like the cerebral climate change film you want to watch, but like yeah, again, it's like glad it exists. Whatever, like I'll, I'll watch it eventually. But um, well, I'm glad you went to the movies. Thank you. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, it's hard <laughs> for me to get out and do things. I, I just was so uh, I was so like craving something good. Like I haven't been watching a lot of good stuff lately. I've just been like yeah. I don't know. I've been reading well, but like everything else, like I haven't been watching a good TV show lately. I haven't been like, mm-hmm. haven't seen a good movie in a while really. So I was like, I need to go and check out some of these things. And that one really appealed to me just based on what I knew about it. And, yeah. Uh, we started watching station 11 last night. Um, really? I'm shocked how much I enjoy watching a movie that is about a pandemic and uh, life after a pandemic. Is. Cause it was, it, they started making it in January 2020, mm. then had to shut down production because an actual pandemic happened. It's about a pandemic. I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I so need, it's, this, quick... it's this uh, big show that HBO's come out with Okay, that it's a 10-episode limited series. Okay. And uh, it's about a pandemic hits the world that is like 
way, way more deadly than what we were dealing with. Like it's okay. like ninety some percent death rate. If you get it, you're uh, but, dead. and it's but yeah. it is like a flu type virus. Oh god. And so a lot of what they were showing that was like this is a a book that was written in twenty fifteen, I think. That okay. it's based off. And have you read the book? What do you think? <laughs> I, I, have, I have not read the book, okay. but I watched the first three episodes last night, and I really enjoy Station Eleven. Is it all out right now? You could, watch uh, yeah, all. it's all out. You, it's very like Lost Leftovers vibes. Okay, I like the leftovers. I'll give it a try. I'm yeah. always like, I'm looking for something new to watch. I want to watch Yellow Jackets. Yeah, we've been watching Yellowstone. Which is not Yellow yeah. Jackets. A lot of yellow stuff right now. Yeah. Yellowstone is the most popular drama on television. And we have, we liked the first few seasons. We are really struggling to finish. We find it not yeah. to be very good, but, you know, America thinks it is because it gets like 15 million viewers. Yeah. I think the only show I really want to watch is Yellow Jackets. Everything else can kind of take a seat for now. And I'll, yeah. I'll get to it three years from now. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Um, so I, I, I wait one more thing yes. before we wrap up uh, what we did this week. I just wanted to say yesterday I was going for a walk. Oh okay. Uh, I went to a new. I, I don't know how new it is, but it's, I hadn't been going there. It's a coffee place on Amsterdam, uh, Peaky Barista. Peaky right? Barista. Yeah, sure. They opened one on Amsterdam. Yeah. At like, this is the second location. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I went there and I got my coffee and I came out and just looked like it was like one of those dumb shots in a movie where you like oh come man. out like I'm at like, you know, the shot of Will Smith and in Independence Day where he's looking at his paper and then just looks up and sees the alien ship. Oh, so like, yes. yeah, like you're just like he's like, I'm like, come out of there. Yes. I'm just looking at the street take a sip of my coffee, and look up and finally pay attention. And across the street, a car has <laughs> rammed through the entrance of Trader Joe's, and the entrance has, like, collapsed around this car. Yeah, yeah, I saw the photos. It you was, were, now, when you were in the coffee shop, had it not happened yet? It, it happened. had happened. I just, just didn't it notice it. <laughs> Walk right into the coffee shop, come out, yeah. and the, I'm the like... The photo you sent me was so perplexing. Uh, yeah. If, if you haven't seen the story... Uh, was it an SUV? It looked just like Google Trader Joe's Upper West Side, and it, there were it was backed into it. Yes. How do you back into Trader Joe's? <laughs> so I was like, you don't, and the conditions in New York are fine. It's, it wasn't ice or anything. Yeah, and there was scaffolding around the yeah, Trader yeah, Joe's. Yeah. It busted through the scaffolding, <laughs> bent the scaffolding over, and then bent the like metal post in the middle of the Trader Joe's entrance over on it, and just came right through the doors like. Perfectly, like looked like it was almost on purpose because it was so yeah. perfectly in the entrance. The way you, the photo you sent me looked like something from like a terrorism attack. Yes, like, I was like, is someone trying to take over the Trader Joe's? Trader or? Joe's of all places. Uh, yeah, it looked crazy. That Trader Joe's is nuts. I, yeah, I, I I saw that and I was laughing sorry because it looked like such an impossible crash. Yeah, there, thankfully no one was hurt in yeah, it. Well, I mean, is, I think someone was injured, but like they were fine. Which is honestly um, a miracle because there's always a line right out of yes, that Trader Joe's. Thank goodness the line wasn't there. Um, yeah. But I was reading uh, today in the post, they said that it was an elderly woman got confused, parallel parking, and thought she was hitting the brake and hit the gas mm. and just slammed over the curb and went right now, into the entrance. These things happen, a low moment in her life. Well, you don't know. She's elderly. She could have a lot of low moments. Sure, that's a good point. <laughs> we don't know what her week looked like. But we do know how it ended. And <laughs> they're <laughs> crashing into the Trader Joe's. I do wonder, how do you feel? Have you ever heard people make that argument for like, you should have to take your driver's license test again once you get a certain age? 
I think you obviously should. Think? Like, you're putting people in danger. Like, I know, one thing about this country is we love to have minimum age requirements for yeah, everything. Yeah. And we have maximum age requirements for nothing. Yeah. Because I mean, old but... <laughs> people are in charge. you got to be 35 to be yeah. president. But you can be 135 and be president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is bad how old everyone is in charge. Yes. <laughs> Who was the person who just announced they're going to run again for uh, Congress? Was it Grassley? Well, Grassley for yeah, he's all he's not going anywhere. But it was like a Democrat. I can't remember who it was, and it was so shocking. She's like, I can't remember who it was. Was it Feinstein? Maybe it was Feinstein. Yeah, she's like eighty nine or something. Oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> Maybe she's not that old, but she's old, dude. I was like, this is out of control. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm tired. I'm thirty two, and I'm tired. Yeah, how are these people? In charge, like there's no way they're waking up and they're not exhausted and barely like functioning. Yeah, it's just like what the lie that like we were all told as children is you can grow up and be whatever you want, but the truth is you can't because the boomers are never gonna let it go from their cold dead hands. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot have my job. I will never retire. Well, that's why you have to do things until you're very old because you don't really get to start living. To you're like 60. That's yeah. when you start making the rules up. Boy, this lady was living this way. Oh, she was, man. She wanted you to get her... live till you've driven through a Trader you know, Joe's you know Blues Brothers style. You know... <laughs> She's just, woo, Dude. let me get some chips. You know, you know, one thing I hate about fucking Trader Joe's is people love it. People rave about it. I'm sure. I it's... bet you hate more than one thing. Oh, I, <laughs> the vibe there, the vibe at that one, especially. Have you ever seen the guy that plays banjo outside of it? There's a man that stands no. outside and plays banjo. He works there. See, I stopped going there during COVID because the line was crazy. The line, yeah, it was around where, the, where I they remember, would, it was around the block, where yeah. they would allow so few people in that the line would go literally around the block, and it just wasn't worth it to me. I would just go to Key Food. The one, okay, but the one thing I hate is they have the, like they brand their all all their products with like a pun on Joe. Yes, like their frozen burritos, like a Trader Jose burrito, and you're like. Mm-hmm. I, something about that. I'm like, come on. Heaven forbid you get a Cheerio there. You got to get a Joey O. Is that something. what it is? Yeah. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's it's always it it's like. Can we just call it? It's like Trader O's, maybe. Yeah, probably. That's probably what it is. Wow, we could keep guessing what it is. <laughs> they got they got the weirdest stuff, and I know it's cheap and it's good. Like whatever, it's ultimately a good place. But I I it's like crazy how many people are like obsessed with it. Oh, people love it. But yeah, there's a guy that plays banjo for the people in line. While they're waiting, he yeah. stands out there and plays banjo in his Hawaiian shirt. And it's like, sometimes it feels so like, it feels like almost like a joke. I'm like, is this real? Like, is this really like the grocery store Trader Joe's? Like, it's too kitschy. It's too weird. It sounds like when I sent that photo, I should have said, was this you, Matt? I mean, I'm not trying to commit Trader Joe's domestic terrorism. Can you imagine if you were in there in line? Oh, yeah, that'd be wild. What a, po- I mean... One of the worst places you could die in New York. Like oh, New Joe's? York yeah. City, like all yeah. the great, beautiful, like historic places you could be in New York City and die. <laughs> Wait. Line <laughs> at Trader Joe's, not where you want to die. No, that's terrible. I yeah. was getting my Joey O's. Yeah, you don't want to be buying Joey O's and get slammed <laughs> into by a truck. I'm like, whoop. Guess my breakfast wasn't worth it. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that what guy's I'm... playing banjo. <laughs> Oh, that guy playing banjo, that's you just chasing don't him they, down. Don't they like ring a bell too when someone does something good? It's all so chaotic in there. I there's think like that's a, the Santa Clauses, right? No, there, there's, no, I'm not talking about that. There's like a bell that you're supposed to ring if you get good service in there. I swear. Really? Have you been to Trader Joe's? <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm out here on my own. I rare, I've only been a 
probably three times in yeah. my life. Just, I don't go much. Yeah. It feels like you're in a cartoon, but I think I went out and I was just like, you know, not for me. No, not everything's know, for everyone. Not everything's for everyone. And what's Trader for, Joe's what's was for not me, for me. What's for me is that every grocery store around me is a, is fucking awful. <laughs> Have you been to my grocery stores? No. You go to Westside Market, dude. It is like any time of day. And it's open 24 hours a day. Yeah. You go in there and you have to like fight people to get around. It's yeah. crazy. It is so packed. And there's always like 10 employees like unloading a pallet of like cheese. And you're like, I got to get around. And there's no. 10 employees dude, unloading a pallet I've of cheese. I've never been in a grocery store with more people stocking shelves. And sometimes they're not even stocking. They're just like, they're like looking at stuff. I'm like, get out of the goddamn way. It's like every time I go in there, I'm like, I'm, I'm so mad I'm there. And I, I need to just start ordering delivery. But. I don't. I don't know if I want to do that yet. I don't yeah, like delivery's not bad with groceries. I, I, I got to be that. honest. It's really. I actually think I do a better job because it's like you're not doing any impulsive buys of just grabbing things. Yeah, you're looking at your list. You're That's comparing what you want, and you're be and you're more rationally deciding. I think this is all I need. Yeah, and like you get that delivered. And yes, you waste some money in delivery and yeah. And I don't stuff, mind like a little bit of money on that, but like. Yeah, I just it's like having to make sure I get what I want and it comes and like like I, there is something nice about picking up what you want at a grocery store. But God, dude, it's like the aisles in that West Side Market are like oh. barely bigger than this couch we're on. Well, like, I mean, a lot of New York grocery stores are like that. I gotta say, nothing's as jarring as when I go home and I walk in like a oh, Walmart you're or fucking, like you're fucking pirouetting. Down and the I'm aisles. just like, <laughs> what is happening here? We could fit ten. Like the aisles are I massive know. at these superstores in the suburbs and rural areas. And then here, I'm like, no, y'all don't understand. You have to like climb over yeah. like stuff in the aisle to try to get something high up on a shelf. It's crazy. There's stuff you can't even get to. No. <laughs> like, what's that up there? You're never going to know. There's what's definitely it? been times I'm like, well, they have what I want, but like I would, it would be about a 30 minute ordeal to get. Yeah. It. Like I'd have to go find someone to help me get it down. It definitely is a price because it's on the top shelf. Yeah. Stuff on the top price, uh, top shelf never has a price. Yes. So <laughs> it's like a whole thing. Like it, people are shocked. People would be shocked how we still buy groceries in New York. It yeah. is like it's just olden times. Yeah. Well, there are these all these like 20 minute delivery places popping up now. That's the big thing. It's like yeah. you order it, they'll get it to your place in 20 minutes, which feels crazy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Every time I go in that store, it's just like, it's the worst of, I'm like, I'm just going to get in and get out. And there's people with carts. I'm like, yeah. I don't have a cart in here. So, hot take. You think the yeah. old woman was right? I think she was on to something, <laughs> at least. <laughs> think I, twice, I would, Banjo would, Man. Yeah. Think twice. <laughs> I would hook her up to a lie detector when they're like, oh, you really thought that was your guess? Not the, bur- <laughs> you know, we're just pissed off. She had just had enough of their puns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. We should go there and do a live episode of the... <laughs> In the produce aisle of Trader Joe's. You can show me the bell. <laughs> There's got to be a bell. I, I know I'm not crazy, but I don't have my phone to check it. <laughs> so I haven't told you this, I guess. Yes? I haven't told you about my foot problem and why I went to the foot doctor. You told me you got juked by a rat. This is unrelated. Unrelated. Unrelated, yes. You got juked by a rat and injured your leg that in happened, some way. That happened recently, but this, sure. is, this is unrelated. For about a year and a half. I've had this weird splinter in my foot, what oh. I thought was a splinter. And uh, can't you typically remove splinters? Yeah, well, it's not a splinter. That's oh, what we're oh. getting at. Yeah, I thought it was a splinter. I had like played with it when it was like when it felt like I could like tweeze it out, kind of. Mm-hmm. But I was like, there's nothing in. Like I was like, I don't know. It was just like a callus, basically. And uh, I went. I have health insurance for the first time in a while, like good health insurance. And so I went. Congratulations! To, thank you. Big Thanks, deal, for Biden. Me. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're out there winging it. But I went Thanks, to... Thanks, Fallon. I, w- I went to... Yeah. 
I went to the doctor or I went to like a, like an urgent care and they referred me to a podiatrist and I said, okay, I'll go to the podiatrist. I went to the guy. He was very like fast talking, like kind of like jokey guy. And I was like, okay. And he looked at it. He goes, Oh, this is a wart. And I go, Oh my God, a wart. I had like a wart when I was a kid, but I, I don't mm-hmm. get warts that often. So I was like, Oh God. And he was like, it's super easy. I'm going to like put this acid on it. We'll bandage it up. It'll be gone. I'll see you in two weeks. Uh, oh wow! So he put that's this wart treatment is acid and a bandage. Acid and a bandage, and I was like, I oh. thought he was gonna like freeze it and cut it off. I know they freeze these things sometimes. First of all, what a luxury! I mean, going from no health insurance to now you're going to a jokey, yeah, acid, jokey podiatrist. Acid on my foot, wow, amazing! This is I, great. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess this is a real success story. He's like, it's gonna really hurt tomorrow, so I was kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. The next day, it didn't hurt at all. I was like, great. Took the bandage off like he told me to, showered, like just lived my life. It didn't really bother me. I was like, wow. Did was... it look weird after the acid? No, treatment? not really. It just looked it looked a little better. It was less callousy, like they mm-hmm. kind of like had stopped the swelling. Um, again, this didn't hurt me that much. It was just something I was kind of like, I should check this out. Sure. Two weeks pass. I go in this past week. I see him on Monday. And he comes in, he looks at it, he goes, ah, I'm still there. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> This is a jokey podiatrist. I, I was like, what? <laughs> And also, acid didn't take. But yeah, I was like, well, that, that, you didn't do it right then. Like, he was kind of looking at me like, ah, shit. And I was like, what? What can you do? These warts, you know? It pissed me off because he was like, I also, my appointment was for 5.45 in the evening. And they called me and were like, can you come in earlier? And I was like, how early? And they're like, whenever you want. And I was like, so I thought I'd make a joke when he came in. I was like, oh, you're trying to dip out early. Oh no! I was like, because he said thanks for he like thanks for coming in early. I was like, yeah, you tried to dip out of the office early. You shouldn't do that. What he say? You shouldn't do that if you don't know what people are going through. Oh my <laughs> gosh! He's like, no, my dog died. Basically, he was like, uh, no, I just totaled my car last week, and I've been having to like take the train back and Trader Joe's. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> like, is this the man? no? <laughs> and he was not happy about the car thing, and I was like, oh. totally, I get it. Not and then we just sat there. Now. And I'm like raised up on this chair, like Hello. so his he's eye level with my feet. I I'm love so you taking up. a swing with a joke at the podiatrist. Oh, well, it's a, it's funny. And uh and now I'm sitting and he's looking at my foot and he's like, Yeah, yeah, it hasn't it's not fixed. And I was like, Well, what do we do now? He's like, We just try again. And I was like, Well, <laughs> we just try again. And so he You go to medical school for this? I know. I was like, dude, I could do this. So he like cuts away the callus. It doesn't hurt or anything because it's just Dead, you know, not to be gross, yeah. but he's just cutting away like dead callous skin. Mm-hmm. Does the little acid thing, doesn't mm-hmm. hurt, bandages it. He's like, All right, see you in another two weeks. And, I, and then he leaves. He didn't even like, he was done. I was like, Dude, what? Now I'm like fighting with my podiatrist and I have to go back in two weeks. And I'm like, My life is not about seeing you every two weeks. I don't want to see How you. How do you every think it's weeks. looking? It doesn't look any different. So I'm like, It's not going to, it's not. Couldn't he just give you the acid and write instructions, well, what, pour acid? If it doesn't take, shrug and do it again. So I'm gonna have to keep doing this. So I, I, I'm these these appointments have been like five minutes on average. So it's not the end of the world, but it's such a minor thing that I feel like now I'm stuck in this loop because I can't just be like, you know what? It's cool. Don't worry. I have to see this through. And I got a piece of mail yesterday from my insurance, mm-hmm. and it was one of those pieces of mail. Have you ever gotten this where it's like, this is not a bill? Yeah. And it's just like declaring things. My two appointments with this guy. Have already come to like three hundred eighty dollars, and I don't owe that. I don't think, but I'm very concerned, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on because I don't know how to read this because it tells me I don't owe this. It says it's covered, but then it's like we're talking about my deductible, and I'm like, I'm, and he did total his car. He needs to pay for yes, that, and he's gonna keep me going every two weeks. Wow, 
I don't know what's happening. The but wart scary. that keeps on paying. Dude, it's scary. I'm like, what? I, I don't know why I did this. And now I can't say no. I can't wait for you to find out this really is a splinter in a few weeks. Dude, I, <laughs> I'm livid. I'm like, why am I even doing this? This is the dumb shit. Like when you don't have health insurance, you're like, I'm going to figure out what that, what that thing is that's been bothering me in my foot. Yeah. And you go and you're like, this why I should, like, why do I do anything? I mean, it's unbelievable to me. There are people in this country who think our health healthcare system works great. This is the way I want yeah. it. Like you're just getting bills that are like riddles. <laughs> I just get these just weird like, riddles in the mail that like, are like, who you do are not owe these this. people? Why does nothing change? Yeah. Why does anyone think this is the way it should be? They're all 89. People are incentivized to keep you coming yeah. to make more money. Like, I, and I'm, I'm not, not saying this I'm, guy's doing all, that. We're all not saying. I'm not saying the guy's doing he's, that. He's had but good. I am saying that's the financial incentive. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. That's just, the financial incentive. I think you're right. I, it's is just, to keep things complicated, keep things vague, yes. keep customers coming. Well, that's that's why I don't like I don't appreciate getting riddles in the mail that are like, this is not a bill, but here's some money that is for the patient. That I the, mean, it could be like, fun if it was actually a riddle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing like a fucking wordle to figure out what I owe my <laughs> sponsor by the Batman. Yeah, it's like you have five more guesses or else you have to pay him five hundred dollars. It's so stupid. I'm just like, okay, sure, I guess this is right. No one ever tells you anything. Wow. When I leave, I'm like, do I need to sign anything or like pay copay or anything? They're like, no. And I'm like, all right. And then I get mail like that and I'm like, yeah. is this cool? Are we cool? I'm sorry about your wart, Matt. It's totally fine. If you want me to look at it after this. I'll show it to you. I don't care. It's, yeah. it's like you can't even feel it. That's the thing. It's not like painful. We could it's try like, pouring different things on it. Dude, if it was debilitating, if I was limping around, I'd be like, this is worth it, whatever. I got to do this. Sure. It's my life is I'm running. Life is yeah. fine. And I'm like, and I have this, this fucking two week check in every two weeks indefinitely until this, until he says it's gone. How odd. I'm so, I'm so stupid. I should Did he offer gone. you a cause? A wart cause? No. And aside ev- from frogs? No. Ev- <laughs> everything he says about it is. You know that's how these things kind of are. They can they can la- they can just kind of never go away. And it's it's and I was like, well, how do these things happen? <laughs> what a profession you're in, then. If they never go away. <laughs> he was telling me also how he was in surgery that day for some on someone else. He's like, yeah. So I was like cutting some, and I was like, what? Are you sure this guy's a podiatrist, dude? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting like catch me if you can. <laughs> My lord, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> <laughs> Did you write a check for this? Tom, actually, Tom Hanks comes in right after he leaves and is like, "Where? Where'd he go?" Yeah. I'm like, "I don't know." I don't Just know. My stupid foot. He's treating my ward. <laughs> Tom Hanks, like that's a splinter, son. <laughs> so I've got a question and a transition sure. for you. While you were having your foot looked at, mm-hmm. were you wearing a mask the entire time? I was. Yes. Everyone was wearing a mask in the office. You know, my doctor wasn't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> he was just out there. No. Everyone had a mask. Yeah, everyone was wearing a mask. Yeah, because New York this week dropped the statewide mask mandate. Mm-hmm. So you may think that that means that, oh, now people don't have to wear masks inside. No, what it means is now you deal with massive confusion mm-hmm. and a lot of societal pressure and everyone's looking at each other like, I don't know. What are you doing? What are you doing? And so, yeah. like, uh, in my building, I would say, like, half the people have stopped wearing masks. Oh, um, that's interesting. That's not the case in my building. I could tell. So, like, yeah. I didn't know what to do. So, when I was walking up to your building, I took a little peek in the window just to just see put it on. if people were wearing a mask. Well, <laughs> really? I didn't want to be the only one wearing a mask. Why? When I went to... <laughs> 
when I went to Peaky Barista the other day, no one had them on. Only one wearing a mask well, that, in there. That makes sense. Then I felt silly. But it's like a restaurant. I understand if you had a restaurant or a bar, you you're in there and you're taking you you prove your vaccine, yeah. and you just chill. Or maybe everyone at the barista looked across the street and saw a car go through the window <laughs> and were like, "Life's too short." <laughs> yeah, took their yeah, masks yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, that was their hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd just taken them off moments before. I was at the Hungarian pastry shop this morning, mm-hmm. and no one wears a mask in there. I mean, some of the employees do, but even some of the employees don't. And because like, yeah. you you show you're vaccinated, you sit at your table. Um, I think it's good. I think it's a good sign. I think it shows that we're in a place where so many of us are vaccinated, and our numbers are so low that it makes sense. It feels like like I'll still put one on if I'm going into like a like a bookstore or something, sure, or like a small shop. Um, even when I go into like a restaurant. Like, if I'm just going in to get, like, coffee to go, you know, I'll have it on the whole time. Mm-hmm. I only really take it off if I'm, like, in there for a minute and yeah. doing stuff, which I know doesn't make any sense. It's just, like, I don't know. At this movie you went to, did you wear a mask the whole time? I think you or? had to. Okay. They had, like, a lot of signs up. But, yeah, okay. we wore masks the whole time. Because, like, at the movie I went, I would say most of the people were not. Because they got popcorn uh, well, and sense. drinks. This place doesn't have food. And so they weren't. Yeah. But, like, you know. It's always been a little bit like, what's yeah. the difference then? Do you have like, to prove? Do you do you have to? Prove you buy a drink and then you get to remove your mask. That's the whole, the whole thing. Time? Yeah. Like, do you have to prove you're vaccinated anymore? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. You do? Okay. At AMC, you do. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I was talking about this with someone recently. It's like I think we're getting to the point where, hopefully, you know, barring like something worse than Omicron, and Omicron wasn't even as bad as like Delta, but it's like as far as like death and, and damage caused by it, but like. I think hopefully we're at a place where it, I, I'm thinking it starts to feel a lot more normal soon, but that's my understanding. I I'm, agree. I'm going into the office full time after this week. Yeah. Like, wow. like that's just warts and all warts and all. I know. <laughs> Once I declare my wart, they won't, <laughs> they're going to be like, dude, <laughs> do yeah. not come in. Will you have to wear a mask in 30 rock? You think? I think so. Yeah. At least if we're like in common areas. Yeah. If I'm in my little office, I could probably take yeah. it off, but that's how I, we've been doing it. I think general. this is what I'm talking about, though, is like, I'm not mad about anything. I just think like now we've moved into like the Seinfeld portion of it, where mm, it's yes. all about the unwritten rules and all about the social pressure around it of like in this place, do I wear a mask in here? Do I not? And yeah. like now we're trying to play that game of like, we're I back, think, we're back to all looking at each other. I think a it's bit. so interesting that you feel so strongly that way. Cause I feel like it's so, I don't know. I, I don't think like, like when you're like coming into the apartment today and you're saying, I didn't know if I should, I was like, I would always just throw one off. I, well, I, I typically mind. do. I don't mind being like the guy who has one on and no one else does. If no one else does, I'm like, Oh, I guess we don't need it. Like, yeah. it's not like to me, it's not like a, a problem. Like I, I'll take it on the train and wear it. I'll do yeah. it. like I don't know. Like uh, I kind of want to keep wearing it on the train. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want gloves on the train. Uh, I don't know what's going on. And I <laughs> wish they just had complimentary hazmat suits yeah, as you yeah, board yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not like. I mean, they've never bothered me much, but like I do think we're moving to the point where like basically it's going to be if you feel at risk or uncomfortable, you'll probably wear like an N95. Yes. Like, and then everyone else probably won't be wearing masks. Is kind of where I think yes. we're heading on this stuff. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. It feels weird. Like, it's so funny. I have, like, four rapid tests that I got delivered by the U.S. government. And I'm like, I don't even feel like I'm going to need these anytime soon. Like, I it know. Feels like there were so many of, empty COVID test you stands get on the way now. up here. Yeah. I guess that's there. different for other parts of the country. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It feels like we've really crossed a barrier. And we're... In a good place here. In the city. Yeah. So I was excited to see the announcement. Um, yeah, but I do think some people are really going to miss it. I think some. I think there's a, a minority of people who really have kind of enjoyed the, like, keep people away from me. Let's mm-hmm. keep following these rules. 
let's keep doing it. I think it's just like with anything. I think people get in a comfort zone of how we do things. I think my mom's like that. I know yeah. she. I like. I remember sharing the link to my family about look at this. New York is doing away with this, and I do think she was kind of like. Like that made her uncomfortable, but like she's doing stuff. It's just like everyone's a little different on how they like approach it. But I, I, I understand the people that are like immunocompromised and have like like vulnerabilities to this. But it is there are certain things where you're like, like what can we do? Like how can we do any better? Yeah, yeah. Without like shutting things down or like even if everyone has to wear a mask, then you're gonna have to shut down restaurants if you're not gonna wear. You know, it's like yeah, we're in such a pickle with this. But I do think. For places like this, it makes sense to take this next step and see how things go. But yeah, well, like the movies thing has always been kind of wild, wild west because it was always like you're required to be vaccinated to get in there. Mm-hmm. You're required to wear a mask going in. Mm-hmm. But then if you buy a drink or popcorn, you're allowed to take off your mask for as long as you're eating or drinking. Them, yeah, which basically meant that I'd go to these movies. And then everyone would just take off their mask when they said, "Yeah, that. I mean that's all." And, yeah, that's and like that's fine, but like because like we also are all vaccinated, so it's sort yeah. of like how much safer can you really get at some point? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. There's only so much you can do. I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see how these next like couple months play out around the whole country and see where people stand because everything's already open in the country. The country's just going fucking wild. Yeah, that's the problem. Like we're on top of our shit. Do we're, you want them to keep the? Uh, vaccine mandates for restaurants and stuff here or do you think think we should just stop caring i think we should i think we should check that continue to (laughs) do that i like that comfort when i've gone Mm -hmm. home and gone somewhere it's like i don't know what the vibe is in here i was in florida for a a wedding in august last year right before like the omicron wave started and like it was like i mean it was still pretty bad down there but like every place we went to like any restaurant or bar i was just kind of doing like a head count being Mm. like i bet like 50 percent of the people in here aren't vaccinated yeah um, and also, it is different here. Like, I, I'm not saying that like New York's rules have to be the rules for everywhere. Their yeah. rules shouldn't be here because it's like what I would try to explain to people back home is I'm like, well, when you go to a bar in New York, it typically means you're for a great deal of them, it's a hallway that people yeah. are packed up yeah, against yeah, yeah. each other. Like, it's not like I'm going to the Outback Steakhouse where I'm sitting on an eight-foot bench and then I'm 12 feet away from yeah. the next party. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, my birthday, for example, we went to that bar and it got packed. Packed! There were all kinds of variants being created. Oh, in that my bar. Lord! <laughs> it was, like, kind of chaotic in there for a minute at the end. But, um, but I read that story this week that now COVID's being transferred among white-tailed deer. They think that may be where the new variant may come from. What? Yes. Deer? America. So now they're... Deer it, variant? It's been a massive win for deer hunters around <laughs> America that we've got to take out the virus. No. That is wild. I swear. It's wild. I've but not they heard said this. that COVID is being transferred among white-tailed deer population now in America. You know how many white-tailed deer are in Pennsylvania? It's, it's the biggest hunting state in the country. It's absurd. It's absurd. Everyone I went to high school with hit a deer. In their car. You guys were off school, weren't you, for first day of hunting season? Usually, yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Everyone I know, everyone I know has hit a deer or been in a car that hit a deer. So <laughs> That's good. how many deer we have. Wow. It's not a comment on our driving. It's like there are just deer everywhere. You're Omicron said, hold my beer. Yeah. I mean, people <laughs> are going to be crushing deer out there on purpose now. <laughs> it's gonna be deer? I'm doing my part for the virus. <laughs> Dude, it's it's bad. I mean, my dad hunts still. I don't I don't think he got a deer this year, but he was trying to do his part, I guess. Trying to do <laughs> his 
this part. You got Uncle Sam out there. Yeah. Get get the new variant. Good Lord. I didn't know that. That's so wild. Yeah, I'll send you the article. I was reading it. I was shocked. I was like, I can't believe my dad hasn't sent me this. That's so funny. That is a very American, like like how in China they they thought maybe it came from like stuff from contamination from a bat. Mm-hmm. In America, it's like we got a variant coming from the white-tailed deer. <laughs> it's like, here we go. Yeah. It's kind of funny. People are going to have a mount on their wall and be like, yeah, that's an Omicron. Yeah. That's a Delta. <laughs> I was getting some, some homemade venison uh, jerky from the Omicron <laughs> jerky deer. Do you think you could eat? Do you think you could eat a COVID deer? Of course. I don't think yeah. that's how it transfers. Once it's cooked, especially. Who's maybe don't eat, Maybe don't eat raw deer no, meat I'm not ever. Eat raw deer. This is not like predator or something. Yeah, but like I think cooked venison. I think cooked anything will would get would, rid of something. Would cook away the COVID? Yeah. Cook away the COVID. That's cook something. away the COVID. Wow. <laughs> that's maybe, our fundraiser. Maybe that's what my dad's deer jerky will be called. Who's swabbing the deer? <laughs> Whose job is that? Dude, that is the... <laughs> Who's getting in there? I mean, I went to college with those people the swab the deer that like because grandfather mountain was right there it was a big feeder to like people who work like as park rangers uh, and work with animals and first tag animals and stuff oh, okay yeah do you think it's a do you think it's a, a live test of these deer or do you think it's like a feces thing where they like trace the like droppings? i think it was probably that and then probably yeah. they've switched to other kinds of testing I Did do. you see that article about how they were testing waste in New mm-hmm. York City and finding bizarre variants yeah. of COVID that they've never found in life? Yeah, I, I thought that I saw that. I know what you're talking about. I thought that was weird. Yeah, when it, well, it was even weirder when I read the article and it was like we haven't identified these variants in the real world before. They only exist. It's like the Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles yeah. of variants. They only exist in the New York City sewer. I love that like these people made this research and everyone's like, dude, what stop? Dude. Get, stop playing with the I stop love, playing with the poop. What are you I doing? Know. Get out I of hope it. They did a press card. Uh, we have an announcement. Yeah. Um uh <laughs> big discovery. Yeah. So no one is asking us to do this, but we have been collecting samples. Before we get around to talking about the book, mm-hmm. I think uh, we should talk about a big event going on in the world, the Olympics. Are oh. you watching the Olympics this I'm year? I'm surprised we haven't talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching a little passively. I, I know you're typically a big fan of the Olympics. More the summer, summer. Olympics. I'm a big summer guy. Uh, Winter Olympics, I like it. Do you watch it? I have not watched any, mm. sadly. So I was wondering <laughs> if you could give me any kind of recap of what's been going on. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so... Well, the stuff I've watched has been interesting. I've watched a little bit of figure skating when I was in Beacon. Um, a woman did the first ever quad. Do you know what that means? Is it stretching four, your quad? No. Oh. <laughs> four spins. Four spins. Four spins. Um, quad. Quad. I guess, I guess a man has done it before. I don't know because they made a big deal about it and they kept saying the first female quad or something. And it was impressive. And So she was on, she was ice skating and spun around. Figure skating. Jumped and did jumped, four spins. spun around yes, yes, four yes. times and landed. Yes, it. Wow. and landed it. Yes, <laughs> you don't get points for doing the first quad. I was just jumping. Like, I might could spin around if I'm on four times. Yeah, All right, so there's I, one. There's two. So I watched this, and it was exciting. And she did like two quads in the routine, and it was it was like Olympic history. I watched it as it happened live. Wow. It was on I think Sunday night this past Sunday night, and it was so exciting. And then the next day, uh, she tested positive for drugs. Oh. <laughs> It's Are like you there's serious? nothing good. There's nothing good in the world. This it's was like, the ROC. This is the ROC. Not you can't. <laughs> the country that shall not be named. Yeah, the weirdest workaround. And then they're still cheating. And you're like, 
And yeah. I don't blame the girl. She was like 15 or something. It's awful. The whole thing's a mess. But it was sex. I was like, oh, wow, look at that. She's doing this incredible thing. So now that may be canceled out? I mean, it's still incredible. She still did it. I think we should mm-hmm. all calm down about drugs. Like, oh, wow. Let them all go crazy. Let's get some new world records. Barry Bonds Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah, let's get some more records. I do think it's ridiculous that sometimes that they have this baseball Hall of Fame and all the, the only baseball players I can name from my childhood aren't in it. Yeah, same. I guess, yeah, it's like, it's weird. I don't know. Anyway, I, I feel bad for this girl because she still did this incredible thing, but because she probably has like weird Russian trainers that were like, you know, take the thing. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's my accent. Yeah. <laughs> take the thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like if you wrote like, uh, I don't know, your peak script, but you were on Adderall, who gives a shit? Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, when haven't I written anything good on <laughs> Yeah. So before we go, we'd be, uh, it'd be terrible if we didn't talk about this week's book. Of uh, course. Uh, have you been reading anything? Uh, so uh, you let me borrow a book, and um, I still have that <laughs> yes, book. Yes, yeah. Have you started it? Um, you asked me what the name of it was, mm-hmm. and I told you I thought it was Mr. Tonight Show. You thought it was Mr. Tonight Show. It's not Mr. Tonight Show. I looked at what it. What is it, in fact? It's called Johnny Carson. It's called Johnny Carson. Yes. So they, they chose not to call it Mr. Tonight Show. No, that was just something I made up but because I hadn't started reading it. Because you hadn't started yet. reading it. So I looked at it. So you read the it, cover. I confirmed it's Johnny Carson. Yeah. I had remembered the author, but now I've forgotten. I believe the it's law. Henry Bushkin? Well... All right. You want Is to that go it? Over? I don't yeah, know. I think that may have been okay. it. It was something like that. Yeah. Um, like Harry I have or... not started okay. Johnny Carson yet. I hope to soon. Okay. And I'll be able to give you an update as soon as I... I love uh, that. I think that's a great idea. Read more. I think it's a great idea. I'll check in with you next week. You tell me where you are. Yeah. Let's check in next week's book yeah. club. I think this was still a good combo on books. What are you reading, Matt? I just started reading yesterday... Uh, uh, Beautiful World, Where Are You? by Sally Rooney, famous author of uh, Normal People. Normal People. That's normal what it's pe- called, right? Normal People? Yeah, Normal People I said people it and it sounded great. weird. Um, I liked Normal People. I thought it was good. Um, I didn't watch the show. You watched the show. Yeah, I didn't read it, but I watched yeah, the show. Yeah, so we got the, the different expertise on yeah. it. Our together, powers combined, we are together, Normal we are, People. We are, <laughs> we are probably the foremost experts on Normal People. I think so. The, the, the entire canon. Uh so you like normal people, so you've started this book. Yeah, I like normal people a lot. I think she gets crapped on a little bit for like having these books that were there's not like a ton of plot. It's kind of like, but I love the like real relatable dialogue, and I think she talks about relationships in a real way. Sure. And this book so far, it's like sure, like the, I think the criticism it got is that it's more of normal people. But I'm like, I like normal people. I want more of normal people. I'm yeah. having fun reading it. Um, I'm only like 50 pages into it, but mm-hmm. it's funny. It's smart. It's well observed. Uh, yeah, I love it. I, I I recommend it. It's 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 an easy breezy read. The kind of thing you'd like take to the beach and knock it out in a weekend. It's fantastic. It's, it's a good time. So when I complete Mister Tonight Show, maybe I'll take a look at it. Yes, and <laughs> let me know. I, I want to hear more about your take on that. Yeah, well, um, I'm excited for you to finish it and give us your full yeah, review. Yeah, hopefully next week. next week I'll have a full review and we'll we'll move on to the next one. Did you finish White Teeth? I did finish White Teeth. Did you like it? I liked it. It was not my favorite by Zadie Smith, but I did like it. It it did like kind of crescendo in a nice way. It did like like I often find that like these books that I'm not super into tend to wrap up in a way that's kind of pleasing. Um, so it wasn't like I got to the end and was like disappointed. Like I'm glad I read it. It was smart. It mm-hmm. was uh, funny, and I learned something. So that was good. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that one to you. Okay. But but yeah, Sally yeah. Rooney's my girl now. So we'll see. That's fantastic. I hope everyone enjoyed uh, joining us for Matt and Tyler Book Club, where you reviewed 
White Teeth and Beautiful World, Where Are You? And I reviewed the title, the title for Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson's memoir, yeah. Yes. Well, join us next week, and uh, we'll have more to talk about. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.